My name is John Machada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. Really? You're going to do a Beirut episode and then nothing else? Yeah, well, I had the intention of doing an additional uh, episode last night, but I got tired. Um, any hizzle, the body cam footage of the George Floyd arrest uh, was released, and uh, it changes my mind. And it should. Anytime that you have conflicting data that comes out, um, with uh, conflicting with your original thought or point of view or belief, uh, you should allow it to um, change your mind. Uh, and I don't think that that's being open or closed-minded at all. I think that that's just being uh, what you should be, which is truthful and honest. Um, so it showed in, in the, right off the, right off the get go. So we know that there was one, two, three officers that were, was it like their first day? Something like that. It was like their first day, first week on the job, whatever it may be. So they're fresh out of the academy. They're going to be more so by the book to a certain degree, but also very, very nervous. My first time working in the fire department, I was scared shitless. Uh, to get a call, to get a fire call. Uh, certainly my first time working in the back of an ambulance, uh, I was petrified that we were going to get a rescue, um, which is anytime that somebody's uh, ill or injured uh, with the possibility of death, you know, of, of them dying if we don't do something, if we don't intervene. So I was, I was extremely nervous, uh, let alone being a cop. Uh, injecting yourself into uh, very, very volatile situations. Um, so you have three cops uh, who had that, and then one, Derek Chauvin, being the uh, lead officer on scene, um, having been a, a veteran on the force for, what, 30 years, something like that, and apparently having never done a fucking sit-up, or I'm sorry, a, a push-up in his life. You see the size of that fucker's arms? I mean, it's like, who are you going to take down. Oh, by the way, he did take somebody down and then laid on him with his knee and um, still, I think the Hodge twins said it best. Uh, and I mean, it gets all the little intricate details. Um, but you know what? Let me just get, go there first. There was two autopsies done, one of which, I don't know if both, but I know one of which had a toxicology report that came out. Um, in which it said that he tested positive for COVID, but he also posi tested positive for a whole slew of like, what do they call it, a, a drug cocktail. Um, he had some, I can't remember all the drugs that he had on him. Um, that the autopsy with the, uh, the toxicology report suggested that those drugs had something to do with him dying to a certain degree. Uh, the other autopsy didn't, I guess, or at least that was the report that, uh, or that I gathered from it. Um, he, so right off the get go, you have the one cop who approaches his car and, oh man, I haven't watched it in a few days. So I, I forget exactly how quick he was to pull his gun out, but George Floyd, um, wasn't, wasn't following orders. And the guy ended up pulling out the gun. Uh, I don't remember him pointing it at his head through the car. Certainly not turning around and like pointing it right at his head. I don't, I don't remember that, 
But the fact that he pulled his gun, okay, you just escalated a situation. Um, understand this. You don't get rid of the cops. That's not the answer at all. And in fact, oh shit, oh fuck, that dude had his phone and everything on his car. You fucking, you're having a hard day, dude. He had a piece of, <laughs> he had a selfie stick in his fucking phone in his selfie stick on top of his car as I just drove by him and forgot about it and it flew off and I watched that fucker cartwheel <laughs> down the road. Oh man, I'm sorry to laugh at that dude. That sucks. That is a rough day, dude. That is a rough day. I feel, I feel bad. Any hizzle, um, you don't get rid of cops. Uh, as I've said before, I believe in the idea of law enforcement. Uh, we have laws. Um, if you don't enforce them, you have chaos. Now, I am not a, an anarchist. And even most anarchists are not anarchists. They don't understand what anarchy is. Uh, they are chaotists. Chaotists? Chaotists? They believe in chaos, not anarchy. Anarchy is more so everybody just lives without... I don't know if it necessarily lives without borders, but they don't live with a ruling class, if that makes sense. So no government, per se, uh, things to that degree. Um, and you ask different people, you're going to get different answers as well with that. Well, you just said that... Yeah, because most... Like I said, fucking most... Uh, these Antifa fuckers and... Uh, I don't know if any BLM... BLM is more more Marxist communist. Uh, and Antifa is very communist themselves, too. But they claim to be anarchists. Uh, again, they're more so for burning down everything and just destroying everything. And then not having any answer to back it up. Um, but the answer is not to... Uh, get rid of the police. We have laws in this country. If we don't have a country, another country will come in and take over. Understand that. Bigger, badder motherfuckers will come in here and they will take the fuck over. If we don't have borders, we don't have any force of, uh, any type of law enforcement, no military, anything like that. And trust me, after they're done with the, the uh, police, they're coming after the military. They're coming after everything wholesome, everything conservative, everything uh, government-wise. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, you've heard me talk about uh, wanting to uh, give parents back the choice of educating their children. Uh, that doesn't mean I necessarily believe that we should just eradicate the education system, which I think a Democrat uh, uh, guy, a politician over in Chicago, just came out to say that we need to get rid of history in the curriculum. You mean the most important fucking thing that we teach? It's not, myth it's not mathematics. It's not science. It's fucking history. It's, it's the, the, they don't like it because if you actually study history, um, it's not what the left is talking about. All the, you have you have the, the slavery in the United States. Well, you had it all over the place. This is, again, this the, the same reason why I say not to tear down the statues. These, and, and not only that, different sins are different sins. They're not the same. Okay, so as I brought up the example before of, oh, well, what if these guys were all pedophiles? Well, that's not the same as slavery, right? As much as you you may want to sit here and and I know that there's a lot of uh, Protestant um, denominations that believe that all sins are the same, they're all a sin and all on the same level. They're not. Okay, telling a little white lie is not the same as fucking cutting somebody's throat because they stole your sandwich. Um, and slavery is not the same as pedophilia. They're, too, they're both very, very evil. They're not great. 
but they're two different sins. And everybody practiced slavery. <clears throat> uh, and especially for those that want to harp on uh, the United States of America and slavery, it's like, dude, they were... Listen, you got to understand like this. Yes, was there eventually selling of slaves in the United States? Yeah, after they had bought them from people who sold them in Africa being black people, black Africans in Africa. It's like, dude, you got to understand, everybody participated in slavery. Everyone. Was there some people that were up against it? Yeah, not everybody. You know? So, um, yeah, to go back in history and, and to look through the lens of today and judge people off of that, you can't You can't do that. <sighs> not to the, the fullest scope of, of what the left wants to do it with. So, um, we no, you don't just get rid of the cops. Uh, and in fact, in areas where you have more crime, you need more police in order to enforce the law. That's their job, is to enforce the law. And that's what the liberal left doesn't want to admit. What are you looking at me for, dude? Um, can I take it right here? I can't. This is a straight through. Yeah, I can't do that. Michigan has a lot of roads. D.B. Cooper will back me up on this. A lot of crazy fucking um, driving things to it. I can't speak words, apparently. Um, <laughs> you'll you'll come up on like what I just came up on. Usually, you can take a right anywhere in the United States at a red light, uh, but it was it was at such an angle that it's a drive-through. Anyway, but see, if I would have broke the law, I would have to expect that a cop would pull me over, right? If there was a cop around, and I would have done something wrong, I should admit to and be accountable for the action that I made and deal with the consequences. The left doesn't like that. As I have always talked about, and you can see in the example of abortion, the left does not want to be accountable for their actions, for actions that lead to inconvenient consequences, which is also why they want to get rid of um, the police. But you cannot do that. Again, in, in areas where you have more crime, you need law enforcement, more law enforcement to come in. Uh, if you follow somebody like Vosh, the guy on YouTube, uh, who thinks that more cops leads to more people committing crime, no. And he uses statistics where it's more cops in an area uh, point to a higher statistics of crime. No shit, jackass, because there's more people in that area where the cops have to go to and they're finding more criminals, you dumb fucker. It's not because the cops are there that people are committing crimes, you stupid fuck. It's that there's more people to investigate crimes, to catch people in the middle of crimes. So anyway, all the way back to George Floyd. Uh, the young cop showed up. Uh, George Floyd was not following the orders, which, as I've always said, comply or die, right? If you're gonna, if your rights are being violated feel that there's no way out. Okay, now I understand your justification to a certain degree. I mean, you really got to it's a, it's a very very gray area. I shouldn't say a very very gray area. It's a very thin line. All right? If you think there's no way out, if you actually believe that somebody is going to violate your right to life uh, and killing you if a cop is going to do that, which is is more so a narrative today than anything, and you can see it on the left who are constantly pushing it. Oh, black people are afraid to walk down the roads. Bullshit. Bullshit. 
But if there is such an egregious violation of your rights, the only way is to fight out of it. All right, I understand that to a certain degree. Um, but even then, it's like, dude, you got to be fucking sure. Because the, the better way to deal with everything, and what I mean by that is resisting the police officer, the better way to deal with it is to comply, not fight. Certainly don't fight when you've been pulled over for committing... Uh, uh, I don't know, well, committing a crime, breaking the law, right? Speeding is breaking the law. Driving erratically is, is breaking the law. When you've done something wrong, stop fighting. Why are you fighting, you jackass? You've done something wrong. Fighting isn't going to help you. The cops have a large, large, large network that meshes in with other law enforcement and intelligence agencies that they can find your dumb ass Whenever needed. If you fucking... The uh, Rayshard Brooks shooting down there in Atlanta, which is a fucking farce on how they're handling that, that was an absolutely justified shooting. Guy fucking turned around and fired a taser back at the cop. And the cop goes, oh, okay, we're going to do this game. Fucking dead. But what did Rayshard Brooks think? He was going to get away? For how long? A couple minutes? Maybe hours? You know? So anyway, George Floyd did not comply, did not do what he needed, what needed to be done. Now, I, I don't remember if there's a video of him getting pulled over in the first place, where he's in the car. Uh, I assume if he was, a, by the way that he was acting, that he was probably driving in the same fashion, a little, a little nutty, and uh, that's why he got pulled over. So the cop approaches it. Understand this. When you have a tinted up car, especially in a neighborhood that is known to have a higher crime rate, uh, the cops are going to put their hand on the gun when they walk up to you. They're going to be much more cautious than they are pulling over somebody in the fucking suburbs in a nice area with low crime. Like, if you think that cops don't pay attention and talk to one another about where high crime rate areas are, you're out of your mind. I know them, and I'm not a fucking cop. So, he walks up ends up, uh, George Floyd isn't, isn't doing what he wants him to do. Uh, and the, yeah, the cop doesn't use nice language. I think that's affecting people's point of view. The left already has their narrative. You know, uh, these guys killed George Floyd. And that was it. George Floyd, George Floyd did nothing wrong and these guys killed him. That's not the case. And I think, uh, for some of the people in the middle that don't quite know which side to take, or whatever it may be, uh, the, the not nice language by the cops or how the cops are addressing it um, are is affecting them because the guy was like put your fucking hands up on it you know what I mean so he was talking in a way that wasn't uber respectful but no matter George Floyd was not complying he wasn't putting his hands up the guy ends up opening his door the cop ends up opening his door and he's still not complying I don't know what the what the count was but the amount of requests by or commands by the officer, requests slash commands by the officer, was not met by George Floyd. You know, he started right away by telling him, I've already been shot in a situation like this. All right, if that's the truth, I could get you being a little bit not, a little bit uh, shaky. But why wouldn't you comply? Well, that's because he was on drugs. You can see that. You can see the effect of somebody who uses drugs. Although I want to allow everybody the free choice to do drugs or not, those who are adults and, and older, 18 and older, um, 
or at least 21 and older, whatever, you know, we're all going to agree on when it comes to drug uses. Uh, this is a perfect example of why you don't do them. Just because you can't jump off a building doesn't mean you should. And he wasn't listening to the cops. Um, I mean, it, it went everywhere. He was hectic. He was nutty. Saying that he was, at one point, um, I can't breathe. He said that, I don't know how many fucking times. Uh, please don't put me in the back of the cop car. Even though he just got out of his car. Oh, don't put me in there. I'm claustrophobic. But you were in a car. A true case of claustrophobia means that you can't be in a, a car. If you can't be in the back of a cop car, you can't be in the fucking front of the cop car. This isn't like motion sickness, which I get. If I'm not driving, I tend, especially if I'm chewing my nicotine gum, I tend to get a little stomachy issue. You know what I mean? Well, a little gay thing. <laughs> my stomach, my stomach doesn't feel so great. But that's not the same claustrophobia. Claustrophobia and irrational fear of small spaces. You can't even get in the fucking car. So another point to make that I tried making before is that when you heard him say, "I can't breathe. I'm hurt. I can't breathe. I can't." Every single, uh, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, suspect, whatever it may be, that they dealt with that isn't complying all says the same shit every single time. Just watch cops. By the way, when I made my first George Floyd video, I didn't realize that cops were still going um, after George Floyd. Obviously, um, you know, they, they, uh, they bent over, they kneeled to uh, the left and canceled cops. But uh, up until that point, I didn't realize it was still on. Fuck, I didn't know it was still on for like 10 years. Yeah, it was still on. Just recently, a few months ago, it was uh, canceled. But just watch cops and you'll hear every one of the suspects that don't comply say the same shit. I can't breathe. Oh, it hurts. Oh, my back. I got issues. I'm sick. Well, you just heard it 50 fucking times before they got him down to that point. Of which he asked to go down. They tried to get him in the car. They were, the, the, the cops. I don't want to say. I don't want to say without knowing all cases. But the cops were really fucking nice to this guy. Really fucking nice. They even said, "I'm not going to shoot you. Just fucking calm down." They realized that this guy is fucking nuts. When they got him, something's not right with this guy. They even said it like you're acting erratically. And he started saying he couldn't breathe. Uh, he couldn't get in the back of the cruiser, uh, even though they tried to get him in the back of the cruiser. Had he complied, he'd be alive. Had he done what they wanted him to do, he'd be alive right now. So, in part, a lot of this has to do with his actions. Now, philosophically, can we say that he is a cause for his own death? I still don't, I don't know, man. Um... And, I, and it's just because of the knee on the neck. The knee on the neck, and not so much the knee on the neck. Let me let me backtrack that a little bit. It's the amount of time spent with the knee on the neck and the pressure on that pressure point in his uh, in his carotid artery. Not carotid, yeah, carotid artery. Um, with uh, Derek Chauvin on his on his neck. And that listen, I understand he was on drugs. However. Now, I don't know if I can if I can get on board with the idea that uh, his act he should have 
or he's to blame because of his death. But see, then again, there comes in the drugs part. And it's like, the Hodge twins said it really well. Um, and I might be fucking this up. But they they asked a few questions. Would he be alive without the knee on his left neck? Yes. Would he be alive without the drug cocktail that he had in his system? And they said yes. I don't know. See, that's a hard one. I don't know. I can see an argument to a degree that it would be because the shit that he was taking, um, it does make it hard for you to breathe. He was probably telling the truth and saying that he was having a hard time breathing, but he was standing up. And understand this, when you're talking, that's what cops are trained is um, that you're breathing. And when the suspect says that they can't breathe, well, they're talking. If they're talking, then they're breathing. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily an algorithm, but a linear process that cops are taught on, right? If you pull your gun, you pull your gun to, how's it go? If you pull your gun, you intend to shoot. If you intend to shoot, you intend to shoot to kill, right? I think, something something to that degree. I I can't remember how I used to say it. Fuck, gotta start talking about this shit more. But no matter, do I think George Floyd deserved to die? He was a, he was not a saint by any means. And you've heard me talk about uh, if it was my sister that he held the gun to the, the, the belly, the pregnant belly of, uh, then the way that he died wasn't, was, was too good. It was too nice because of the shit that I would have did to him. Um, but, you know, all the shit that had happened since then, you know, he served his time. Uh, he, you know, he still wasn't living an upright life. It wasn't very wholesome at all. Um, do I think he deserved to die? Certainly in that way, no. No, I don't. Um, but he, he definitely was not the saint. And not only that, understand that the reason that we didn't see this sooner was political. And that is so bad. That is propaganda. That is um, a political tactic. And that's abuse by, uh, by power, by our governance. That video should have been out right away. Why do I say that? Well, if you remember the shooting here in Detroit, a lot of shit's happening in Michigan, dude. A lot of things have happened in Michigan. Um, and it's starting to kind of freak me out a little bit. How many national headlines are coming out of out of Michigan, the state of Michigan, the one that I live in. It's fucking eerie. But uh, we had a shooting here in Detroit in which the one guy fucking... One guy was getting arrested, and there was a whole bunch of cops around, and his friend was over on the side, had a gun in his pocket. I, I, it just... It's shocking how stupid some people are. But he pulled his fucking gun out, pointed it right at the cop, shot... He wasn't, I don't know if he was worried that he was going to, he was going to be, uh, frisked or whatever. He missed by the way. And then, uh, the partner of the cop that was fired on shot and killed him. And that was, that, uh, video evidence was, uh, put out right away. Rayshard Brooks put out right away. So... Why did it take so long for George Floyd? Well, I think they wanted the left, certainly, uh, and the uh, Minneapolis is ran by lefties. Um, I think that they purposely 
didn't release it in order to allow the narrative to take hold and marinate for a while. So that when they released it, because when, once they released it, all of this footage shows that it was not what the liberal leftist uh, argument is, or Black Lives Matter, or Antifa, or any of that. It is not the narrative that they were trying to say that, you know, this man was just driving and they pulled him out of his car, they hunted him down, and they, they uh, uh, assassinated him in front of the whole world to see. That's not what it was. This dude fought with these cops. And even in the original video, you hear his friend at some point. I don't know where the fuck he went. At some point, it was like, dude, you need to, you, you fought the cops for 10 minutes. And it turns out he did. He didn't comply at all. You know, and you could argue, well, that that shows, you know, he's partly responsible. And I see that philosophical argument. I can I can agree with that. That um, in part his actions did lead up to his death. But the part that I have a, 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 a that I wrestle with is, yeah, but fucking the dude sat on his neck for nine fucking minutes. You know, eight eight or nine minutes. The fact that he didn't reposition once he felt him go limp is the scary part. That's the part that it's like, what are you doing? Why wouldn't you reposition? Why wouldn't you check? You know, I get that this guy was a pain in the ass for however long he was, 10 minutes, what have you. But, like, he went limp. You know, the rest of the time, he's a big fella too. He's what, six something? Six four, six five? Probably all of 230 pounds, at least. He looked in shape. And and uh, he sat on his fucking neck, dude. I mean, I, up until that, he's probably tense to a certain degree. Those drugs, I'm sure, weren't helping out. He was having a bad trip. But then you finally get him down, which he has to be. And then you're, you're sitting on him. But why put your neck there and then not reposition? So that's the part... That has to be on Derek Chauvin. I cannot, I, and, and I might be wrong, but I cannot believe, well, one, I don't think that, that uh, George Floyd did the drugs with the intention of, of getting into that situation and dying that day. I would argue that 100% that was not his intention. Did it aid in, the, <clears throat> in, in his uh, breathing difficulties? Probably, but I don't think he knew that. So that's why I have a hard time thinking, okay, well, he's partly responsible for this. Um, because I've seen other people arrested who were on drugs, who didn't end up with a knee in their neck uh, until they stopped moving and then there's no rep reposition. So Derek Chauvin um, is, oh, man, I got to say it, he's, he's completely responsible for this guy dying. Should I say a hundred percent? See, the, and that's another part because you have the four other cops the the that were were there. But you know they were all you know you see all these different arguments that are in there that makes it very hard for you to take like a just a side and stick with it. This isn't like abortion where it's like black or white. Is it murder? or Is it not murder? This is like all right, who is all to blame and how much of that percentage can you put on whoever it is that's responsible for it? And that's kind of where I stand with it. It's a hard one. But it certainly wasn't the narrative. And um, and now there's over 30 
over 30 people who have died um, at the hands of Antifa and BLM um, who are responsible, directly responsible. And I'm going to have another episode on that. Um, there's, uh, is it is it in the billions now of, of damage in cities? Or, or up to a billion or maybe even a couple hundred million? I have to assume uh, damage and insurance payments and all sorts of other shit uh, because of, of the rioting um, and the fires and all that. You know, all of this because of George Floyd. And that blame can also go all the way back to the Democratic left. Because they chose to release the footage so late, especially when they could have done it right away, as soon as uh, uh, the next day, I think that they could have released it. The, the shooting here in Detroit, I think, was released day of, if not the next day. They could have done the same with that. All you got to do is go get the fucking uh, um, body cam, uh, body cams from the police officers, the four police officers, look them over, and then give it out to, you know, you can cut and edit a little bit too, I'd say, to, you know, save time, but pull, put the pull, full, mm, put the full version out, um, and that would have, I think, stopped a lot of people from, from uh, rioting. That would have changed more of the, the middle people's minds, you know, so that they could have gotten 100% of the information because um, right after this, like I said, the narrative was that they hunted him down and he was unarmed and, and he didn't do anything wrong and they murdered him. And now you're going to have the, the angry mob that comes out and reacts the way that they do. So, um, yeah, it's it, it wasn't what we what we were told. Uh, again, this is just another time that this has happened. Uh, it's not to say that I don't think that there wouldn't have been any rioting. I just don't think it would have been to the degree that it's at. <sighs> you know, um, I mean, there was a lot of, of mob mentality, which was like an extended mob mentality because it started off in Minneapolis and then it moved out to different cities, you know, Chicago and New York and LA and all the major cities, all the major, major shit cities in, in the United States of America, uh, where people started to riot. And then you had George Soros. Oh, you fucker. Dude almost hit me. Um, George Floyd or George Floyd, George Soros, uh, backed people that were, uh, ordering, um, the bricks, the pallets of bricks. Those can be tracked back to George Soros. Um, and don't let the left like fucking go, oh yeah, conspiracy theorist, George Soros and all this other shit. George Soros, understand dude, the fucking guy's close to death. He is a lot closer to death than he is fucking, <laughs> I don't know, retirement? Like the fucking dude is very, very close to death. He is going, and from what I understand, he has put a shit ton of money into certain different accounts where when he dies, it's still going to play out where you will see his effect on things for decades to come. This piece of shit really followed his master. I think he's a Luciferian, um, which would be Lucifer, his master, really followed him to fucking do all of this bad shit. I mean, the fucking guy smiled and laughed and said it was, I think, the best time of his life when he was trading over quote-unquote, his own people and the Jews in Nazi... Or no, was it Germany? Yeah, Germany. 
over to the Nazis. I had to think if he was outside of Germany when he was where he was doing it. No, was it Hungary? Yeah, it was Germany. And he ended up going to Hungary and fucking up their, their money supply. So, no matter. Um, but that, yeah, that was, a, a, he was a lot to do with these riots and everything. He has been for the past, I don't know, decade or so. And who do you think I, I heard about him from first? Alex Jones. The guy that I, I got to follow in with Milo Yiannopoulos. Uh, he's, he's always right. And he is. Controlled opposition? I don't think so. He works way too good. And not only that, uh, the amount of shit that comes down on Alex Jones and, and the things that he's calling out, controlled opposition wouldn't want all that. So, no matter. Um, yeah, so that's my take on George Floyd. Uh, I might come across some more information or, or specific details that I, I might include in other episodes. But uh, it, the narrative uh, is far different than reality. And um, there are a lot of people to blame for the bad shit that's gone on since then. Um, so just be aware. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal.